Welcome. You've joined The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And today's show is going to help you get to that extent. And you know we love talking about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure communication, consent, respect, and those amazing relationships. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. So, are you fed up with searching for the elusive fountain of youth? Spending hundreds or even thousands of dollars on those fad diets or programs that, in the end, really don't work? Confused about what food is good for you and what makes you sick? On today's show, we're going to find out how balancing your hormones and making your daily meals the medicine that you need to fight inflammation, slow down the aging process, and boost your libido so that you can enjoy great sex for as long as you desire. I desire to have great sex forever and ever and ever. But before we get into the show and introduce our friend, Dr. Julia Ward, let's take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot. And squirt is hot until it's not, and then I got to sleep in it. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and guarantees to keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. Our top waterproof blanket will protect any play space from messy massage oils, silicone lube, or any other sexy wetness. Just throw it down and get it on, and the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, just throw it into the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. Now available in two sizes, three color combinations. You can order yours from Amazon today. Great sex starts now. It starts now, and boy, we had some great sex last night. I love that, and it has to do with our guest today because as we age we need to eat better we need to exercise more and we're going to remind everyone that this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and as i said earlier we have a super special guest to introduce today dr julia ward is the founder of balanced body functional medicine and has combined a lifelong passion for fitness beauty and health into a medical career helping women and men enjoy vigorous youthful lives and she's also won a whole bunch of bodybuilding competitions Welcome, Dr. Julia Ward. Welcome to our show. Thank you. It's so great that we finally caught up with you because we've been on your program for three months already, your Balanced yes. Body program. And here we are in, uh, in a coffee shop. And instead of you calling into our show, which we often do in our studio from home, we got a chance to sit here and talk to you. It's so much better to see us in person. and In the beautiful city of Houston. Yes, exactly. So first of all, let's start with what is functional medicine? Functional medicine is a way of looking more holistically at patients and trying to find the root cause of illness instead of just giving you a prescription to treat the symptoms. So it's a different than a disease-based prescription. It, yeah, and you exactly. start, is it like treating the whole body rather is, than the disease? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Trying to find what's going on at the root cause rather than just giving you a prescription for something to treat that symptom, whether it be high blood pressure, high blood sugar, whatever that may be. So at your practice in Houston, what is the main issues that people come to see you about? 
Um, mostly hormone balancing um, and fatigue. People come in and they're, they're fatigued and they don't feel like themselves. And with these types of symptoms, what's the first thing you do? Do you have a, a questionnaire that they go through to figure out what's the core root? I, yeah, I, I have a, a long interview process with them. And then we start with comprehensive testing. Um, to see where they are with all their levels. So as we go through the show, let's tell everybody that we've actually been working with Dr. Ward for about five months now, and we'll talk about the results of some of the program that you've put us through, some mm -hmm. of the supplements that we've had, and the amazing results that have come from it. So, you know, we're not just sitting here talking about theory, we're talking about we put this into practice, and the results are absolutely fantastic. And that hot topic that we've been hearing about in the news, leaky gut and inflammation, uh, it's confusing to a lot of people. Now, we've learned a whole lot from doing your program, but it's better if you explain it. Yes. Why don't you let everybody know what is that? So inflammation is really the lowest common denominator of your body's reactions to a multitude of insults. So whether we're talking about diabetes or heart disease or cancer, it all boils down to inflammation. Inflammation equals pain. So, you know, you think about arthritis, you know, joint pain, that sort of thing. Uh, so anything we can do to help calm down inflammation is going to be beneficial. And so the causes of inflammation could be? There are a multitude of causes of information. Is it uh, inflammation. only disease, or is it things that we eat as well? Yes. So the foods that we eat can cause inflammation. Just as an example, uh, gluten. And I know, uh, you know, people kind of laugh at the trendy gluten-free lifestyle, but the amount of gluten in our wheat in this country has increased tremendously because of GMO, because of the genetically modified crops. So now we have a ton more gluten in our in our uh, food sources and the gluten actually causes the the gut lining to become leaky that means that the the cells that line the the gut they become inflamed and then there's gaps in between them and so what we swallow can go directly into the bloodstream instead of being absorbed and passed on and so those things that do pass through the gut into the bloodstream are now reviewed by our body as foreign objects instead of a Correct. nutrient source. Correct. They're foreign bodies, and so our immune system then goes on the attack. Mm -hmm. And so it starts attacking all these different things, but over a long period of time, months or even years, it will start attacking our own cells. And that's sort of the, the beginning of that autoimmune spectrum. You know, it usually starts, for women, it usually starts with hypothyroidism. That's usually the first on the hit list. It can start with... Um, rheumatoid arthritis it, it can go on to irritable bowel syndrome you know there's a whole there's actually now 107 autoimmune diseases that are recognized and are they all caused by inflammation and leaky gut well I think it, it has a basis there I, I won't say they're absolutely all 100% caused by that but it certainly contributes. So we don't actually feel that we have anything wrong with our intestine. We can't tell that right. it's leaky. You're not going to have any symptoms of leaky gut aside from the long-term inflammation. So when we did our blood tests with you earlier on and we found out that we're allergic to a whole bunch of different things, mm -hmm. uh, foods that we've been eating commonly every day, right. I guess that would be a sign that we have a leaky gut because those are the things that are leaking through into the bloodstream that we now feel. But they, um, they weren't pure allergies. Some of the 
them were insensitive. So, intoler- yeah, there's there's uh, food allergies and food sensitivities. Now, an allergy, most people understand when they have an allergy, say, to peanuts, right? right? And you blow up and, okay, we are going to avoid peanuts. But a sensitivity is something where if you eat the food today, you won't have symptoms until two or three days later. And that may be bloating or gas pain or it, constipation, diarrhea. An itch. And itchy, yeah. sneezing, yeah. runny nose. You wouldn't, but you can't link those symptoms to that food because of that time delay. Oh, I get it. So the blood test we do will look at all the different immunoglobulins related to that food, and so it can tell if you have a true allergy or is it a sensitivity. And I see when people have more of a leaky gut, they have much many more food sensitivities. So when, yep. when we went through this, right. mm-hmm. it was absolutely mind-boggling because as people who we thought understood healthy eating. Mm-hmm. Someone, especially like Carol, who ate lots of fruits and lots of vegetables and mm-hmm. healthy breads, mm-hmm. when the results came back, some of the healthy foods she was eating mm-hmm. were not healthy for her body. Right. Right? Right. And she stopped eating them, and it was amazing. One of the first effects were she didn't have smelly farts anymore. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, David, for sharing that with the world. <laughs> Love that. I got to sleep with that. <laughs> but, you know, that, that but it's absolutely true. affected the our very, sex life. Very first, <laughs> the first effect was the lack of gas by avoiding those foods. Now that I had the list of things that I was sensitive to, right. uh, I was able to avoid them and then, therefore, not have the gas that was caused by those things. And from what I understand, it's not forever. It's to yes. allow my gut to heal. To heal, exactly. And then as the cells get tighter yes. and tighter and tighter and they stop leaking, mm-hmm. then I actually will be able to eat those foods again. Yes, yes. Okay. yeah. And just keep in mind, it, it is a process. Yeah. Uh, we don't do that food allergy testing but once every six months at the earliest mm-hmm. because it just takes that long for everything. To, so the gut healing is quite a long process. It can take a year or two. Mm-hmm. And we went, we went through the same thing with milk and yep. dairy products. Oh, two absolutely. Ago, yes. So two years ago, Carol couldn't well, I, I was really having a hard time breathing, and um, I was stuffed up all the time. I couldn't smell anything. And we had heard, of course, that milk products cause stuffiness. Mm-hmm. And not because we went to a doctor, but it's just one of those things you hear about. So I did a test. I stopped drinking milk, eating yogurt, and having any dairy products. And within weeks, I could actually smell again. And her default was, okay, I'm not going to have milk with my coffee anymore. I'm going to have almond milk or soy milk. Uh-huh. And for two years, she put that into her coffee, into her cereal. Yeah. Then we did our blood test and it came back. That I found out that I'm actually sensitive to almonds mm-hmm. and soy. Even yeah. though it's it's noted out there that they're healthy, you're they're right. better right. than dairy. Right, exactly. And now you're on to oat milk. Right. right. And you know, I'm really enjoying it very much. So and I'm not missing milk at all. Yes. Which, yes. And there's coconut milk as well. Right. And right. yogurt that's right. dairy-free coconut yogurt. Right, exactly. Um, so there's so many products no, out there I, that are actually healthy for my body. And it's yes. just going back to my point that you can self-diagnose and say, okay, I know this wasn't good for me. I'm going to try this, which society or the industry says is good for me. Yeah. But unless you've done that cellular test yes. of what is good and what isn't good, you can still be putting stuff in your body that's not helping that leaky gut. Correct. And you can do sort of a poor man's uh, food allergy and sensitivity test by doing what they call a modif- uh, an elimination diet. Right. But it's it's difficult to do, um, and it takes a long time, and it's really it's it's quite tedious, you know. So the blood test, I I love doing the blood test because it's just it's quick, it's easy, it's accurate, 
And if your symptoms are like stuffiness and that goes away within weeks, then mm -hmm. you know for sure that you've done the right thing by eliminating about one at a time, right? right. That's what you're saying. It takes a long time. Yeah, you, yeah. the elimination diet, you start with, there's certain foods that are fairly non, common, right? yeah, like non-allergenic. And, and then you, so you're taking out most of all your foods. You stay off it for about three weeks. And then slowly you, you add one food back at a time. Okay. Every and two to three check. days. And then you write down your symptoms of what you're having. So. And it could be stuffiness. It could be just tiredness. It mm -hmm. could be gassiness. It right. could be all sorts of different things. But in general, when we're inflamed and our gut is inflamed and we don't feel it, mm -hmm. but we know we have it, yes. what other things can we do to reduce inflammation? So fish oil is one of my favorites okay. because that really helps calm inflammation. Um, but when you say fish oil, is there a specific oil? Well, you want to make sure you're going with a good quality brand. You know, everybody has a supplement company out there. That's that's the thing. So I stick with um, certain brands that I know do third-party testing. Mm -hmm. They have scientific studies to back this up. So Metagenics is one. Um, but you is know. it cod liver oil? Is it uh, what, what kind of oil? fish oil is it? It's uh, omega-3 with DHA, EPA. These are components of the omega-3. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so cool. I, I just want to stop for a second and I want to get to the fact that Dr. Ward is also, she's been a doctor for many, many years, but your specialty now is in anti-aging. And let's just talk a little bit about the effects of this leaky gut and eating properly as we age because if you have a leaky gut, by doing some of the things that we're talking about can make you have a better life into your after 50, 60, 70, and 80, right? Correct. Correct. So is it really a fountain of youth or is it just helping us or slowing down the aging process? I like to think of it as aging gracefully. Oh, there you go. You know, we all want to live a long life, right? But we don't want to live a long life if we're bedridden or if we can't move about or if we've lost our eyesight. So it's continuing to feel youthful as we get older. Now, sitting here with you two super intelligent, beautiful women, uh, I'm going to try and paraphrase something that I heard when we were um, in your office. Okay. And it had to do with... One second, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Hmm. Something you heard in the office that you understand about aging and the process? No, it had oh, to do with... <laughs> Sex? No. Hmm. No. It's surprising. That's, that's the aging thing happening right here as we speak. <laughs> it Go was on. right there. You'll think okay, of it. and so one of the things that I know affects stress, uh, affects inflammation, is stress, and we are yes. all living in a very stressful life. So Absolutely. Besides the foods we eat, mm -hmm. we also have to remember to stay calm, relax, meditation, exactly. take those deep breaths, which was part of the program that we had to do. Yes, uh, especially early on in the program that we learned how to take the time, take the moments to ourselves, mm -hmm. love ourselves a little bit more, exactly, and make sure we're taking that time every single day to stay calm. Yes. What other things can we do? To to reduce inflammation? So there's a really great natural substance called CBD oil. Mm -hmm. So CBD oil comes from the hemp plant 
Now, the particular... That's marijuana, right? It is okay. marijuana. However, the hemp plant, uh, there's different you know, breeds of the plant, okay. obviously. The CBD oil that we use comes from a plant, a hemp plant that is very low in THC. That's the active ingredient in marijuana. Okay. And then the company has an extraction process. So they take out all the THC. That's why it's legal in okay. all 50 states. Oh, okay. Right. So and used as a medical... Is right. It, is that what medical marijuana is? Yes, that okay. is what ma- medical marijuana okay. is. I don't like that term because it makes it sound like, like you're people gonna are going to get high. Exactly. Yeah, you're get high. Okay. And there's zero THC. All right. So, uh, but the cannabinoids in the CBD oil uh-huh. are great natural anti-inflammatories. Oh, and it's a natural product. Therefore, it is it's na- going to exactly. help already to reduce some of that inflammation. And is it a cream or a pill? So it, they, it comes in all forms. Um, we sell the oil that goes under the tongue. You hold it there for 30 seconds, let it absorb, and then, and then swallow the rest. But I I've seen it in, you know, um, skin cream, you know, balms that you put on joints. Uh, it's in candy. It's in. It, I is mean, is this like something that you would take every day to reduce your inflammation as you're going through this gut yes, healing process? Absolutely. Okay. The beauty about CBD too is that you cannot overdose on this. Oh, okay. It's very safe. Got you. So I had a disc replaced in my back about five, six years ago, mm-hmm. and I have moments yes. uh, where my back gets very tight. And my doctor told me, "Well, you can take, you know, twelve hundred milligrams of Advil, and it'll help the inflammation." And we were talking the other day, and you're saying, "Well, you might be helping the inflammation in your back, but you're not helping the leaky gut that we're trying yes. to fix with eating the right food." Yes. So Motrin, um, Naproxen, all these non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs actually cause more leaky gut. Mm. And so while they, uh, the short term, they will reduce inflammation in the short term for like your joints, it's going to worsen your leaky gut, which is going to worsen your overall inflammation in the body. And after speaking with you about this, actually David is agreed that he's going to try the natural way with the CBD oil. Yeah, I haven't taken any chemical medicines okay. in the last seven days. Okay. okay. <laughs> because I'm going to clear it out of my right. body. Awesome. And then I'm going to listen to your advice because, because even the Voltaren on the spot which is the skin absorbing anti-inflammatory yeah. relief which right. we've been using for many many years on uh-huh. his back we're going to even stop doing that as okay. well according yeah. to your advice right? yes. yes good the other great thing to reduce inflammation is actually a traditional drug but it's a very low dose of this drug so now Trexone is the drug that is used to reverse opioid overdoses oh okay okay but at much higher doses mm-hmm. now at very very low doses we call this low-dose naltrexone, what it does is because it's an opioid blocker, it actually upregulates your natural endorphins. Mm. It also helps just reduce inflammation, kind of stabilizes that nervous system. And the beauty is with low-dose naltrexone and CBD, the two of them work, they kind of potentiate each other. So they work better together than they do separately. So is that when someone has pain or is that only for invisible inflammation that we don't see? It's for both. You know, the only the only uh, thing is you cannot if you're on an opioid, say if you're on hydrocodone for pain, Mm -hmm. this is not for you. It's not going to work because it's It's an opioid blocker. blocker. Exactly. So um, but. You know, David would do well with being on low-dose naltrexone. Well, it's nice that you have your own personal doctor right here, but everybody has to make sure that they talk to their own personal doctor before trying any of these things, of course. Now, I did have one lady 
who listened to one of my seminars and she went out to her doctor and got a prescription for naltrexone. Okay. And she said, I couldn't tolerate it. It upset my stomach. And I said, what are you taking? And she showed me the bottle and it was a 50 milligram naltrexone, which is way too oh, high. I mean, when I say low dose naltrexone, we usually start at one milligram, mm -hmm. work your way up to 4.5 mm -hmm. milligrams. Mm -hmm. So, so super tiny. Okay. That's, yeah. There you go. All right. So all of this is really great information. We're just going to take a break right now. We're okay. going to continue our discussion a little bit more about balancing hormones when we come back. So to remind everybody that we are talking with Dr. Julia Ward, and she's a functional medicine expert. Anti-aging expert yes, as well. Yes, exactly. Thank you. And uh, we're going to be right back. All right. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Sexy Lifestyle Podcasts. Now back to our program with anti-aging expert, Dr. Julia Ward, as we get a little deeper into how we can slow down that aging process by balancing our hormones as we age. So I think for this section, I'm just going to sit here and let you two ladies talk about things that you girls need to do to keep us guys happy. Okay, well, you don't think anything's about you? Well, we'll, thinking, we'll, thinking, we'll let him come I'm in a little bit later. Dr. Ward is going to talk about my hormones and my lipid oh. because a lot of guys don't believe that testosterone and all the hormones in their bodies get deteriorated as they age as right, well. Right. But the problem here is yeah. you're going to be talking about a lot of words that are over six letters. Oh, I and, see. And you know I don't do that well. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so let's start, first of all, what is a hormone and why do we have them and what do they do? Okay. We have multiple hormones in our body. Now, when, when people say hormones, they generally are thinking about sex hormones. There are three sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. Men and women have all three, just in differing amounts. Okay. There's also the thyroid thyroid hormone. There's our stress hormone, which is cortisol. So all these play a factor in how we're feeling. Can you it. check Carol's stress hormone, <laughs> cortisol? We can check that. Yeah. If, you're, if you're very stressed, do you have too much or not enough? It just depends on what stage you're in because... I'm not stressed, David. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> <laughs> so cortisol is tested not in the blood because it's in and out of the blood so quickly that it's hardly worth testing. We do a, either a saliva test or a dried urine test test and that and we do it four points in the day four or five points during the day and you see a nice you should see a nice normal cortisol curve where it spikes high in the morning it comes down in the afternoon and it's low in the evening now when we're stressed initially the cortisol goes way up that's our you know fight or flight and then over time though when when the cortisol is too high the the brain starts ignoring you know the the signals to make more cortisol. Mm -hmm. Cortisol is actually damaging to the brain. So if you have somebody who's under a lot of stress chronically, they're more likely to come down with dementia later oh, on. Oh, wow, wow. So it is very dangerous. Uh, the, the well, one second, uh, how later on? <laughs> Should I start planning? Hey, it's not even funny. <laughs> but like anything else, dementia is a multifactorial problem. It's right. not just a one thing. Right, absolutely. So, so uh, we're talking here today about the sex hormones. Yes, so that's the sex be, hormones. And how those change, especially in women when they go through menopause, but yes, also in men. Also in men. Thank you, David, for mentioning that. Yes. But let's talk first of all about the women's hormones then, okay. that you need to treat when we go through menopause. Right. So menopause is not a black and white line. It's a gradual decline of the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. I found that progesterone tends to be the first one to kind of fall off the chart. Um, and when we lose estrogen, that's when we start having those hot flashes and the night sweats. Now, testosterone on women usually is pretty low anyways. Um, so 
in women, we notice this right away because it's really obvious when we get these hot flashes, these mm-hmm. night sweats, we're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. We think we're going crazy. We have mood swings, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so a whole realm of symptoms. Check, check, check. <laughs> check. Carol made her own wet spot in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. So, and, and many women can't sleep because it, either they just have insomnia or they're having so many night sweats that they just, just wakes them up. Wakes them That's up. what happens to me. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but menopause can really happen anytime between 35 and 55. So it's a huge range. Because there's premenopausal, there's perimenopausal, there's menopause, and there's right. postmenopause. And all of this can happen in a whole and, decade. And even. here's the other misconception. People say, well, I just want to get through menopause and then I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Once you're in menopause, you're never out of it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a life sentence. <laughs> right. and unless your body starts deciding to start producing those hormones again, like you were when you were 20, you're always in menopause. So when menopause comes, it's because the ovaries shut down you're no longer making Correct. babies the ovaries shut down and yeah. stop producing those hormones because they're not needed right. if you're, you're not, not going to reproducing exactly exactly so that's, that's the, the body's reason. way of shutting down yeah. but there's a lot of other great benefits to having your hormones balanced and at youthful levels mm-hmm. uh number one is is preservation of memory uh, bone health and cardiovascular health so all those things really don't have anything to do with those annoying sy- symptoms of menopause right they are just they're and really it's not going to bring health. back fertility. You're not going to start no. having babies after that. No, no, and you won't start having a right. period again. Right. You know, no, we don't want that. Right. Uh, we just want that, you know, because the hormones help with skin tone, muscle tone, sleep, uh, joint pain. Uh, both testosterone and progesterone are natural anti-inflammatories. Oh, okay. And so for men, too, when, when I talk about hormones in men, most of them say, oh, I don't have a problem. Mm, you know, I don't need that. I don't need that. Thinking that I'm talking about... His erection. Their erection. Yes. Exactly. And and it has that's a part of it, but it's mostly for, for men, it's more of a gradual decline of testosterone over years. So it's not that obvious drop off like women have. Okay. But it's a gradual decline of testosterone and they may feel like they are just putting on more weight. They feel more tired. They're sleeping in the afternoon. They can't sleep at night. They're having joint pain. And this is menopause, is that a real term? Andropause is oh, a real term. Okay. It's not used quite so okay. often. All right. But so menopause is the fun word. Menopause okay. is a fun gotcha. word. Yeah, okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard it. <laughs> and uh-huh. so when does that decline start with men? You know, it can start at just any age. Uh, and and not, any, I won't say any age, but like usually in the 40s or 50s. And does it continue all the way? Let's say they live till 90. Is it slowly decreasing constantly until the yes. final age? Okay, so yeah, it is. Yeah, it's slowly decreasing. Right. Now, different things are going to affect your testosterone level. And, you know, men who eat well and exercise well, they're going to have their testosterone remain higher than somebody who does not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're uh, staying so youthful already. They're already staying active and the body's not seeing it as an aging process. You're already helping yourself by exactly. eating well yes. and exercising. Yes. But do you think all men need to have their levels boosted at a youthful level? It, uh, I think everyone, it just depends. I can't make a blanket, blanket okay. statement. You oh, know, I got you. Everybody okay. is Because there is some different. benefit of having a youthful level, and it just depends on each person of what that benefit might be. Correct. Got you. Yes. Okay, that's yes. very cool. So is there something that, um, you know, I know we talk about hormone replacement therapy, but is there something that is so critical that makes it a, a hot topic or that there's controversy about it, whether you should have it or you shouldn't? Yes. So there's a lot of misconception about 
hormone replacement therapy because traditional medicine in the past has always used synthetic hormones like Premarin, Provera, the oral con contraceptive, those are all synthetic estrogens. Those are based on pregnant horse urine. Oh boy. Okay, so it's a totally different species, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, that's completely different from bioidentical hormones. Mm -hmm. Now, back in the 90s, they did this women's health initiative study where they just said, let's, let's put all the women on Premarin Provera once they hit menopause and let's just see what happens. Um, they stopped the study halfway through because women were dying of stroke, oh my goodness. heart disease, and breast cancer. Wow. So that's when traditional medicine just put the brakes on hormone therapy. And they're like, okay, hormones are bad. We're not doing it. Oh, and gotcha. so even women who were getting hysterectomies and had no hormones whatsoever, they're just like, deal with it. Sorry. You know, so that's where all the confusion is. Um, bioidentical hormones are completely different from the synthetic. Bioidentical are plant-based, and they are chemically identical to what our bodies produce. Okay. So they are safe. They're still done in the lab. They're still made from natural products, but they're right. extracted in the lab, yep. and then they are, I guess, exactly filtered like and made very clean, exactly. and then you take those, and yes. your body doesn't see it as a foreign object? No. No, because it. it's bioidentical. Exactly. Can't tell the difference. Correct. But oh, if, wow. if, if that is the case, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of listeners out there, out there saying, you're full of shit, mm -hmm. okay? Because, for example, Carol went to see her doctor at home, yeah. and she doesn't buy into this bioidentical hormones. Right. However, Carol has tried them and is using them, mm -hmm. and they work. Yes. So why is it that some doctors, like yourself, and a doctor is a doctor, uh -huh. you know the physiology of the body, yes. get it, and others don't? I'm sure you guys all read the same journals. Well, here's the reason. Uh, bioidentical hormones is not something that's taught in medical school or residency. Mm. And so a lot of doctors who've been through years of training in residency have this view that if it wasn't taught in residency, it's not worth knowing. Oh boy. Okay. So that's, that's, but we see, you know, I mean, it, of course I see all the doctors who come to these anti-aging conferences and, and they're open to new ideas and that's, you really have to go outside the traditional system to get educated on bioidentical hormones. And the good thing was my doctor, I, she said, I basically, I don't understand what all that's about. I can't help you with it, but yeah. she didn't stop me right. from having the program. I explained to her that I have someone who's an expert. Yeah. Yeah. And anti-aging and wants to put me on the program. She didn't tell you were going to die. Right, Which exactly. I have had patients come to me after getting some hormone replacement in tears because their primary doctor scared them okay. and said, oh, you're going to have a blood clot or you're going to have okay. you know, a heart attack. And no, but when Carol went to see her doctor before we, we met you, mm -hmm. Carol went and said, look, my libido's down. I'm not sleeping. I'm having all these issues. And she didn't have a solution. She said, I'm right. not putting you on hormone replacement because of what you said. It yes. causes all these things. Right. So Carol left the office saying, I'm fucked. Right. I, I don't have and that, any and that, options. And yeah. that was like five years ago yeah. when yeah. I first started until we met you right. and you were recommended and we sat with you and yeah. you actually had a solution yes. for us. And you know, at that time when I came to meet you back in July, it was, uh, I had not had a good night's sleep, I think for a year. Uh -huh. Two years. And I, that first day that I took progesterone mm -hmm. I have had a good night's sleep ever since that's awesome ever since yeah like, yeah. Why suffer right. if it's healthy? First yeah. of all, I got to be sure that it's healthy. Mm -hmm. It's fine, and I've been sleeping great. And it's it's so simple because you know we're going to talk a little bit later about how this helps people have better sex. But if you sleep better, mm -hmm. you have less stress, 
we've had the best sex in the last three or four months, but we went through this down yeah. where Carol's libido wasn't there, and all of a sudden it was back up there, and we were back. We're back to having sex seven or eight times a day, right? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. Exactly. But that's okay. Much better than it was, anyways. <laughs> um, I, I could. I could dream. <laughs> what are the Once first? A day is good. That's okay, baby, for sure. I guess what we should talk about now are what are the benefits of doing the hormone replacement therapy. I mean, I know I did it. I'm on it, and I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. But you explain as a doctor what are the what are the benefits, mm-hmm. and what do you what could people expect to feel? Yeah. So, so there's a couple different ways of giving back hormones, the bioidentical hormones, in a safe way. You can either put a cream on your skin. Well, let me back up. We don't want to take estrogen or testosterone in a pill form because when you take it in a pill form, it causes liver inflammation, which is going to lead to weight gain, carbohydrate craving, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, like all, a whole list of bad things, okay. okay? So you can either do this transdermal route where you put a cream on your skin twice a day. And you're pointing to your wrist, so your is that wrist a normal? Your wrist or inside of your leg. Okay. Um, yeah, right. and you rub it in for a couple of That's minutes. That's not the thing you put inside your, your you vagina. Can, you can do an in, in, intravaginal okay. um, cream as well. That's another method okay. of doing it. Um, the other, the other method is for me to insert a pellet, which looks like a grain of rice, mm-hmm. um, under your skin, mm-hmm. and it gives a steady state release of hormone over the next three months. Three months for women, about f- four months for men. And that's what we did. We yes. had our, we were called, we were pelleted. Yes, you were pelleted. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So that's now, what both we did. ways, you're going to take, like women, you're going to take that oral progesterone. Right. And by taking the oral progesterone, that really does help with a good night's sleep because when it gets broken down in the stomach, it, it mimics GABA, which is a very calming neurotransmitter. Mm-hmm. I take it right before bed every night, and I've actually had a good night's sleep ever since I started. That's so thank great. you very much That's for that. That's great. Now, men, I will give them a compounded capsule that has some precursor hormones in it and an estrogen blocker. Mm-hmm. Because when we give men testosterone in the form of the pellets, some of that's going to try to convert to estrogen. So and testosterone. For who don't know testosterone is the precursor to estrogen. Correct, mm-hmm. and and that's the process of converting testosterone to estrogen is called aromatization. Mm-hmm. Happens in the fat cells, and it's happening in both men and women. Mm-hmm. So women, obviously, we want that to happen, but men, we don't. So we do that estrogen blocker. And the pelleting that you gave me is the testosterone that went in under the skin. Yes. And so some of it stayed as testosterone as well as the other part. Yeah converted the estrogen, to estrogen that I need. Correct. And it's a slow release. Yes. That's why it lasts so it's long. It's a timed release. Yes, time release. Mm-hmm. And then um, how do you know exactly how much to give the person? It's based on lean body mass and also your blood work. Mm-hmm. So those tests that we did before that we got yes. our doctors to give our, t- our blood test, you looked at those, you looked yes. at our levels. And so for every woman, it's different. And Correct. You, you adjust accordingly. Correct. Okay. All right. Just because inquiring minds want to know, we haven't asked you this question yet. Okay. But once we were pelleted and Carol had uh, um, the uh, s- the signs of the testosterone and the estrogen working, estrogen working much quicker. Mm-hmm. The first sign was her clit got much more erect and pronounced. Yes. Why? That happens. Um, Does it we we every like time? that it happens. It it, it happens. It was more sensitive as well. Some some women it happens more so than others. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just consider that a 
bonus yeah, side effect. I was going to say a mini boner, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it was definitely oh, a bonus. But the libido came back and yeah. the clit said, hey, I'm here, you can. <laughs> yeah. And I did, of course. But, and it didn't last the whole time. It was really something that started the first month or so, and okay. then, it, then it kind of faded after that. But it was yeah. kind of a bonus for yeah. a little while. Anyways, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she kept wearing tight pants. She'd yeah. walk around the street and orgasm here, <laughs> orgasm there. He is making that up, by the way. Okay. <laughs> that's, not, that's not something that really happened. Well, I think we, uh, yeah, we're going to take a little break again and we're going to get back to our Great Sex Matters segment. So let's just remind everybody that this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David and we're having a wonderful discussion with Dr. Julia Ward, who is a functional medicine doctor and an anti-aging specialist. So coming up next is Great Sex Matters. And we all want better sex, right? And one of the biggest issues preventing people from getting there is that everyday stress. And we have with us Lynn and Jonam, founders of Amarita Awakening. So Jonam, how do people get to have better sex from following your program and workshops? Great question, Carol. So this is almost like taking a mini vacation. And it's all about taking that sensual journey into the depths of your own mind so that you can instantly relax and reconnect with yourself. And from there, you can connect far better with whoever you're sharing this intimate time with. And you can do all of this from the comfort of your own home. That's true. We created this as a tool so that you guys can be at home and learn to tune out the stresses and distractions of your workaday life and tune into the freedom that you really want to be here and to be present. Because when you're able to shut off that monkey mind, you know, the one that just chatters and chatters when you're trying to pay attention to something else, it stops you from being able to really de-stress. So with the Amrita Awakening series, you're able to be free and explore just how much pleasure you can feel. And honestly, we have found that there really is no upper limit. Lynn, Jonam, thank you so much. To learn more, go visit amritaexperience.com. That's A-M-R-I-T-A experience.com. All right, this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are having a great chat with Dr. Julia Ward, anti-aging expert. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex. Because great sex matters, and we all deserve it. So, Dr. Ward, we've been talking about food. We've been talking about inflammation. We've mm-hmm. been talking about hormones. Mm-hmm. How do all these things fit together and make us have a great sex life is our next topic. Yes. So, I have a question. Okay. Okay, because I'm sure there's guys out there listening and saying, all right, I'm over 50. I'm having a harder time getting an erection. Mm-hmm. Do I take Viagra? Mm-hmm. Or do I come see you and go for testosterone and the supplements that we've just been talking about? Yeah. So I, I would say, like anything else, it's a combination. It's a combination problem. It's not just the erections, not just about the testosterone. It's about nitric oxide dilating those blood vessels and allowing that to fill. Okay. So it's, it's also good nutrition. It's sleep it's you know there's there's a multitude of things so i always recommend people to try you know yes try the viagra but come see me also because let's test your your hormones and see if we can help with that and of course to get the viagra they have to see their doctor anyways Correct. check their blood uh, yeah, pressure make sure and they all of those things heart yes. condition exactly. and yes yes, yes. Exactly. and so if they've done that already and that's a part of a help but they can also do other things as well to improve their situation yes. and and i just i just want to talk to the guys out there because an erection is so tied into your brain yes okay and 
before you go out for that chemical fix, because Viagra, Cialis, all mm. those mm-hmm. drugs out there are, 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 are fixes that should be a last resort, not a first resort. So look at your life. If you are working 18 hours a day, you are stressed, you're running around with the kids and you're having trouble with your getting an erection, mm-hmm. we'll start doing things that are more balanced and smarter in your life. If you're always eating a McDonald's, eat healthier food. And I think after we spoke, uh, Dr. Ward, we know that lifestyle, healthy eating, a bit of exercise, and reducing reducing stress stress and getting better sleep should help you get that erection. Now, there are men who have physiological issues, which Mm -hmm. is one thing that can be dealt with, but so much of um, sex and sexuality is tied to lifestyle, and we are busy today. You know, who did we talk to that said, you know, 30% of people after they have sex look at their phone? Yeah. What really. the fuck is yeah. your phone doing in your bed next to your bed while you're having sex? Unless you're watching porn on it. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, guys out there, you don't need that easy fix, which is taking a pill. Yeah. Do the work to yeah. get yourself healthier, happier, and you'll be hornier. It, it's yeah, really sure. about investing in yourself. Investing in yourself every day with exercise and good eating, and then you're going to have the benefits of great quality of life right adding better quality of life includes having better sex of course and longer orgasms and harder erections and all those things that go together however we can't help it if we're aging and our testosterone is getting lower and lower for a guy and same for women after menopause we can't help that happening so if we do something that can counteract that great yes but what if we don't believe in hormone therapy and we know our testosterone is going down and we don't want to run for a drug right what else can we do there are some natural herbal supplements that will help um, free up the testosterone that you have so mm-hmm. there's a protein in the blood called the sex hormone binding globulin um, there is a, and so it binds both estrogen and testosterone, but mostly testosterone. So there's an herbal sub- supplement called Tongat Ali that will dissociate that testosterone from the the binding, sex, the yeah, binding okay. protein. Right. So so that's one thing that you can do. And that releases more testosterone into the bloodstream, so and that you feel the effects yeah, of it. Yeah, it's more available. It's bioavailable Got for you. you to use. Okay. Yes. And is that something that people can just go to a herbal store and buy, or do they have to see a doctor and get a nope, prescription? No, it's, it's herbal store thing. You okay. can even find it on Amazon. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, maybe we'll put that up on our uh, website so people can understand what it is. And if they didn't yeah. uh, say it again, just very Tongat clear. Ali. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. At, I mean, at, at the end of the show, Dr. Julia is going to give people an email address where they can oh, get a, that's a co- good idea. free there consultation. You go. There you go. So there you go. we'll yes. leave it at that yes. for now because that's, again, over six letters and <laughs> I can't even get it. So right. we've been talking a lot about testosterone and on the guy's side, but I know you have also a program, and I haven't had a chance to try it yet, but I'm hoping to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that vaginal rejuvenation. So yes. let's, let's start talking a little bit about women, what women can do for that vaginal rejuvenation. Yes. So a lot of women, uh, myself included, especially if we've had kids, you know, as we, as we age, we start leaking urine if we're laughing, coughing, sneezing. I notice it when I go to the gym, if I'm doing like a heavy squat yeah. or um, I can't jump rope. You can rope. step up, so me neither, I can't jump rope. Yeah. What about running across the street? Right, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, you just think, oh, this yeah. is, you know, and, and some women are having to wear pads right. all the time. So Which can and be irritating and it's just annoying exactly, more than anything. Exactly. Yeah. So what's happening is we're losing collagen in the vagina. Just the way, you know, we lose collagen from our face. Mm-hmm. And we have all these like fillers and such to mm-hmm. restore the volume. Mm-hmm. So 
this procedure that we have, it's a, a radio frequency laser, actually goes in and it delivers heat to the deep tissues in the vagina, which stimulates collagen production. Okay. The more collagen you have there, the stronger the cells are around the urethra, right. which is the tube that takes it from oh, the bladder okay, to okay. the to the outside. Yeah. And so then you can you can hold the, the urine much more. So it strengthens the urethra or it also strengthens it's, the bladder? It's strengthening the, t the tissue around the urethra. Okay. So the whole vagina. So in the bonus side effect of this vaginal rejuvenation treatment is that you get, it tightens things up and you get way more lubrication. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Um, great benefits. So the lubrication comes from the wall of the vagina. The vagina. That's, there's glands there that give the, the yeah. lubrication. Yeah. Okay. So for our listeners out there who are saying again, oh, I've been doing Kegels, I've used Benoit balls, I'm strengthening my this is a, it's a this is a different way yeah. of doing the same thing. Okay. Yeah, it's is a different way. Now they, we do have an in like a take home device that's sort of like a tens unit, mm -hmm. where you put it in the vagina and it and it actually stimulates the pelvic floor muscles With for an you. Pulse. Yes. Okay. So it's sort of like doing the Kegels for right. you. Got yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So there's that if, if if somebody's really having a lot of incontinence and that is really going to help strengthen because it's like working out a muscle yeah, essentially well, yes. with the pelvic floor muscle right yes we right. don't have to go to dr ward we have a sibian at home <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not quite the same, not thing. The same thing there's no electric pulse that goes into the vagina there yeah yes i yes. wish because if i could be more lubricated from sitting on the sibian i would do yes that. but um, myself and my office staff we've all had the vive treatment that's okay. what it's called there's information on my website about mm -hmm. it and uh, we've all noticed a huge benefit and at what age should we start doing such a thing it's just it it can be for younger women because women can have urinary leakage. We call it stress urinary incontinence, even in their 30s. After having a child, usually. Exactly. Yes. yes. That's yes. Not, not, if they haven't had a child, it's usually not, right. not a problem. Right. And, and it's it also for women like my... You know, a good friend of mine has never had a child, but she still had some stress urinary incontinence because she's 51. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, gravity. Mm -hmm. You know, gravity and again, that. that lack of collagen mm -hmm. or that deterioration of the collagen in the vagina, which is a natural process. It's not right. that you, you know you can't help that happening. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. Now you also mentioned uh, a new program that you want to. You've been talking to us about, which is about this peptide therapy. Yes. I'm not sure I'm up to talking about it myself because I'm still digesting what you've told us. Yes. Yes. So why don't you tell everybody about what you have planned for our next step? Okay. So um, peptides are pieces of protein that do cell signaling within the body. There are literally thousands and thousands of peptides. They're coming out with new and ones all the time. How are they related the to hormones and how are they different? Just so I understand a bit better. They're not hormones. Okay. Um, like I said, hormones the could also be peptides or no? I no. don't think so. Okay, no. gotcha. All right. Um, so they, yeah, they're doing, but they all have different functions. So... So the, the peptides that I've been using are called secretagogues, which means that they stimulate the buildup and release of your own growth hormone from your anterior pituitary. Okay. So instead of like in the past, bodybuilders, because I'm in the bodybuilding world, right. would use human growth hormone okay. because that HGCA. stimulates muscle building and great sleep and, you know, it is a fountain of youth, mm -hmm. right? But the downside of using human growth hormone is it can cause bad side effects in the long term, okay. say like diabetes, oh, if you use it too long. Okay. Plus, when you take human growth hormone, it shuts down your own production of growth hormone. Okay. So it's not it's not very healthy. Right. So, but the what these secretagogue peptides do is that they stimulate your own growth hormone to build up and release more. And where do these get harvested? These peptides are is it a natural? They are. 
They are made in the lab. Okay. Yeah. I get mine from a compounding pharmacy called mm-hmm. TaylorMade mm-hmm. Compounding Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And they sort of specialize in and all. And you were explaining that it's a very small injection that it's you do. It's a very small injection. Once a week? Is you that do it? five nights a week. Oh, right. That's yeah. Right. With, a, with a little TB needle. So mm-hmm. I, you don't even feel it really when it mm-hmm. goes in. And you're pointing to your hip. You put it yeah, in your hip I fat. Yeah, you put it in your butt, okay. your stomach, wherever you want. Okay. So David could do me and I could do him? You, you guys can do yourself. It's going to be so <laughs> okay. easy. I and and what, are, what are the results that we're looking for? And so the results are... Better sleep, better muscle tone, mm-hmm. um, better skin tone. It just sort of potentiates everything. And that the long-term effects of these peptides is? It's, like I said, they're, they're natural. There's no bad side effects because it is your own growth hormone that's being put so out there. So it stimulates the growth hormone and then the peptide is broken down as a byproduct or just it just disappears? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, great. All right, so... We've spoken about a lot of things. Yes. And I'm sure there's some listeners out there who are saying, I can't manage all this. I can't <laughs> do all this and get yes. a blood test and do this and eat this and exercise that and get an injection here. We know yes. that you don't have to do this at 100%. No. Okay? We know that anything is better than nothing. Correct. And each right? little step can right? help. We go to the gym three to four days a week. Mm-hmm. But if... We're on vacation and we get to the gym once in a week. Yes. That's better than no time in a right. week. Right. Correct. Right? If we're not supposed to eat carbs mm-hmm. and we eat 25 grams of carbs, it's better than 100 grams of carbs. Yes. Let's, let's talk reality out there for someone who maybe doesn't have any money to put into this, mm-hmm. doesn't have the time to go to the gym as much as we would want them to go to the gym. What can they do to just have a better, healthier uh, lifestyle, more mm-hmm. fit yeah. life, which is going to uh, give them more horniness to have better <laughs> sex. So very simply, change your diet. Try to eat only whole, clean, unprocessed foods. It's really the processed foods and it's the sugar that are poison to our bodies. So let's bring this down to a very simple lever. Yeah. What are whole, clean? You want to eat foods that are as close to their natural state as possible. Don't want to eat anything out of a box or a package. We say fresh and colorful. Yes. If you look on the ingredients list and there's more than four ingredients, you don't want to eat it. Okay. If it has ingredients that you can't pronounce, you don't, you don't want to eat it. So that's, that's sort of the general rule of thumb is just eating foods as close to their natural state as possible. Now, what about protein? Yes. Meat protein. Mm-hmm. We're talking about beef and yes. pork and chicken and fish and fowl. Yes. There's so much information out there. I don't know if some of it's misinformation or some of it's good information. Yeah. Is beef good? Is yes. chicken good? It's all good. It's all good. Everything in moderation. I'm not a big proponent of being vegetarian or even vegan because I feel like it's hard to get enough protein in. Um, of course, as a bodybuilder, I have to eat a certain amount of protein right. anyways. It would be really difficult to get in from plant sources. So, um, no, all, all the meats are healthy. You know, again, Especially the it's grass how you cook beef it. Exactly, the grass-fed beef, the antibiotic-free, right. you know, all the that organic, kind of stuff. All of those mm-hmm. good things that you can get. Oh, in you meat. mentioned a great point. Yeah. Let's talk two minutes about organic foods. Are they cut out to what they should be, or is it just a bunch of marketing... It is, I would say it's, there, we have, um, and I'll, I'll put this on our website. We okay. have the, um, 
it's the clean 15 and the, the dirty dozen. Right. You know, these are the foods that are okay. You know, the, the, the clean ones are okay to, to buy regular, not organic. And then the dirty dozen, you really want to buy those. I remember seeing that list, and I think it's like yeah. strawberries, for example. You want to make yes. sure that you're buying organic, organic strawberries. Exactly. Because they're sprayed, and they go right on the fruit. Right. You can't wash it off, no and matter how much you rinse them. some of these pesticides are... They're uh, endocrine disruptors. Oh, okay. They can really, and this may be one of the reasons why so many men are having low testosterone, but mm. there's so many more pesticides and chemicals in our environment today than there were 50 years ago. Right. And that really disrupts hormone production. Mm-hmm. Which affects sex. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. yes. So I would say absolutely, you know, try to do organic whenever possible, or at least that dirty dozen, you want to make sure that those. Now, there's a food that mm. everybody uses as a staple. And we've learned that it's really not good for you, and that's corn. Corn, yes, yes. Now, what are what are the, the what's the stuff going on with corn? We were reading that corn really isn't corn anymore. Right, it's a different product than what it was 50 years ago. For example, because of all the GMO, that even when you're eating corn today, it's not even the same as the corn that was growing. Uh, those heirloom varieties that they talk about, oh, those yeah, yeah. corn from a long time ago, and yeah. and it's just different, and it's affecting our body in a different way. Exactly. Yeah, 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 and affecting the animals who are eating it, like the cows and the chickens that are fed corn constantly, mm-hmm. when they're not even, they're not even corn eaters, and right, they're being fed right. corn, exactly, which is crazy. Yes, yeah, yeah, which I uh, know we've been watching and reading a whole lot of stuff. That's yeah, absolutely. So you know, we can go on for hours and hours learning about <laughs> stuff like this. Yes, we are going to uh, put you in the spotlight now. Okay, and ask you for two things: a person or a couple can do today Mm -hmm. to just start having a happier, healthier, and hornier life. Just start that rejuvenation process. Yeah. I would say be aware of what you're eating. Diet is a huge part of how we're feeling from day to day and in the long term. It makes a huge difference. And people say, oh, I don't eat sugar, but yet they're eating pastas and breads or they're drinking alcohol or you know so it gets converted into it gets converted right into sugar and so you have to be aware of of what you're eating and try to eat as natural as possible as far as the food in their natural state Um, and start with some fish oil fish oil is a really easy thing to take it's a great anti-inflammatory and that that definitely should help and if you're in a couple and one person says I'm all in Mm-hmm. And the other person says, "There's no way I'm doing this. I like yeah. my burger and fries." How, how do you how do you support each other in this? You you just have to. Uh, you can only fix yourself. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you can't fix mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So you have to just do what you're going to do, and possibly by setting that example. And then if they see the good results that you're going to get, they may be inspired to then say, "Okay, I think it's worth it for me to make those changes." Or at least some of them. Uh, some of them, yeah. exactly. And you don't have to be 100% every day, like you said, David, but I think anything is yeah. a good step forward. Absolutely. Can you bribe them and say, well, you know, <laughs> if you give up this, I'll give you a little more ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> perhaps that would work for David. I don't know. Maybe put you on that blowjob diet. No, because no, no, if no, you I'm stick to it, I'm going to blowjob every time. We're not talking about us. I'm all in here. I'm okay. trying my best, even uh, though yesterday I had a chocolate chip cookie. But, that's okay. you know, I try to hit 75, 80% on a regular basis, and I feel great. Good. So, Dr. Julia, why don't you tell everybody how they can reach out to you, where they can find you on social media or at your practice, yep. and uh, get some more information about how to get feel younger again. Absolutely. I am on uh, Facebook, um, and our website is uh, balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com, okay. and then our Facebook page is just Balanced Body Functional Medicine. 
And if you uh, give us a call, you can get a free 15-minute consult over the phone. Okay. And if I can't help you, I can try to direct you to somebody that is in your area. Right. And if you're not in the Houston area, still give Dr. Ward a call. And she has tons and tons of connections out there. Is there a specific number they should call, or do you prefer them to send you an email? Either way, our phone number is 281-710-3380. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Dr. Ward. Thank and you. And, of course, we're learning more and more uh, every week with all our fantastic expert guests, and we hope everybody out there is, too. Remember, you can always visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find out more about our expert guests. You can even contact them if you have questions about sex, sexuality, relationships, food, health, whatever it might be. Hormones. And hormones, too. Testosterone. <laughs> visit our website thesexylifestyle.com or you can send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com well that's it for another amazing show today Dr. Julia Ward thank you so much for being here thank you for having me and thank all, let's thank all our listeners out there for being there as well and join us again for another hour of the sexy lifestyle talking about sex sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and always horny stay sexy everyone until next time Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 